0: y'all welcome back to another episode of soul therapy the podcast i'm daniel daytona that's your boy wine and today we're going to be talking about a diss battle between two labels in dipping carl's records Mm. and lbnc records and how it began from one veteran k-hip-hop artist named outsider we'll be focusing on the idea of is the style of fast rap indeed outdated Mm. also What do we think of this this battle overall? And also a quick reminder on behalf of Soul Therapy and Soul Therapy, the podcast, I just want to say thank you to everyone for the outpouring love and support, because now rather than putting out an episode every month, we will be putting out an episode every two weeks. So once again, thank you so much for the support. And as always, if you enjoyed today's episode, please go and subscribe to our podcast on all streaming platforms. And for more amazing contents, please go and follow us on all socials at soul, S-C-O-U-L underscore therapy. So before we dive into our conversation, for those who aren't familiar with Dip and Crawls Records, LBNC Records, and Outsider, here's a brief introduction to their labels, brief intro to Outsider, who is the main focus of the disc battle, and the background story that led to the disc battle. So, Dippin' Carl's Records is a newly K-hip-hop label founded by Brown Ticker in 2020. The label currently has three other members in Cho Gong il Wallow, and Young Jaundice. LBNC Records is an already established K-hip-hop label founded by Cha Boom, a legend in the K-hip-hop underground scene in 2017. Okay. The label includes seven other members in Kao Gai, who recently par- participated in Show Me the Money 9, Kitsioji, who also participated in Show Me the Money 9, Ibido, Margin Choi, O-I, Won and Yo Boy. Mm. And also, for those who aren't familiar with Outsider, he is known to be the fastest K-hip-hop artist in Korea with his most popular song, Loner. So basically, long story short, the way this diss battle came, became es- escalated was when Outsider participated on Dingo Killing Verse, and for those that aren't familiar with Dingo Killing Verse, it is a platform on YouTube where different K-Hip-Hop artists perform a medley of their songs. After Outsider had performed, Kao Gai called out Outsider just to say that fast rap has no rhythm. And after making those comments, Kao Gai created a diss track and ultimately it created this chain reaction where Kwangi Jo from Dippin' Carl's responded back with his diss track called Kits Mioji. And Kits Yoji from LBNC created this track toward Kwang Joe called Just Do It. And finally, Outsider responded lastly with his diss track called Old Dog. So my first question to kickstart this conversation is, what do you make of this diss battle overall from the musical standpoint?
1: Uh, for a little bit clarification, what Kaogai said was not necessarily that fast rap was bad or that fast rap hasn't rhythm. But what he said was that Outsiders' particular kind of fast rap has no rhythm. Like the, that mm-hmm. distinction is kind of important. Like he's, He said that there are great fast raps. There are good fast raps in the hip-hop sphere. It's just that Outsiders' fast rapping is terrible. Hmm. You, you get what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that there, kind there of there distinction is important. Like fast yeah. Faster, so yeah. yeah, it's not like yeah. every chopper rapper is bad. It's more like... He is not a good chopper rapper is basically what he said.
0: I can see where you're going with that. But I think Mm. for me, at least when I used to listen to Outsider, I always, Mm. I thought it was something new to Korea Mm. Mm. because in the United States, as you guys all know, Twista is the, one of the fastest rappers in the United States. Yeah. And hearing that kind of style in Korea from Mm. Outsider was very refreshing, but at the same time new. And I thought it was really Mm. cool from my perspective. And for guy to say that his particular style has no rhythm or it's not cool or anything, it just seemed very underwhelming. And it was very disheartening to hear that from him. Just Mm. because he participated on Show Me The Money and he did well and I was happy for him. But at the same time, for him to just call out outsider like that, a veteran who's been in the game for a while, it just... It kind of offset it.
2: Yeah, I mean... So, I mean, so we're only talking in terms of music, right? Like, we're not talking about like, the, the marketing aspect of it. But I mean, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just strictly talking about it, music, I mean, everyone has their own style, you know? Like, whatever, what, what Outsider does as well, like, yes, he's much faster than other fast rappers. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, that is his own unique style, you know? And at the end of the day, not everyone's always going to love your music. Like, like, no matter what kind of music you do, someone's going to hate it, someone's going to love it. I think it's just like a matter of an opinion, you know? But um, like Daniel said, Outsider is one of the OGs and, you know, that's his own unique style and a lot of people actually like it. So mm. for, you know, Kitsioji or the other guys to call him out like that, it's just their personal opinion. Yeah.
1: Let me provide a little bit of context here. Um, okay. uh, there's a reason, I think, why so many rappers, especially in Korea, think that That chopper twist, to kind of chopper flow is not that amazing. Mm -hmm. Like, if you think about when Outsider was a huge mainstream success, it was in the beginnings of the 2010s. I think it was like 2010s, 2011. And Mm -hmm. he was one of the first cases where people liked rap for the raps, not because of the melodic hooks, not because of who was featuring on the track, but because of the rapper itself. Right. Mm. That that, I, I see Outsider as kind of the first case of being that. And that should be commendable. That, should, that is a very respectable um, achievement. But the problem is ever since that, ever since that um, outsider success happened, people outside of hip-hop, not people who are actually manias of what um, hip-hop culture is, not um, but just the general masses, the standard has to be that how fast can you rap, motherfucker? You know what I mean? Oh, Every I time that. a new rapper comes out, man, you're, you're slower than outsider, Shut up. You can't rap like mm. ever since outsider had that kind of the general public kind of thought that the faster your rapping is the better rapper you are mm. and, yeah, I, I remember that yeah, yeah that's why so many rappers have a kind of trauma kind of ptsd from outsider not I generally see. because outsider is the better rapper but because the yeah. masses took it the, the masses took it entirely the wrong way and thought that all kind yeah. of rapping is whack unless it is fast that's yeah. why that's why, like rappers like the Quiet have lyrics about like just because you're rapping fast doesn't mean you're rapping good. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a reason why hip hop kind of acts weird toward outsider, and yeah. it, like that was the context and going into yeah, this this definitely. battle. Yeah. yeah, but can you really
2: blame uh, that on him? I feel like people just took yeah. it that way. I, I don't think outsider ever said my rap's the best because it's fast. Like people just took it that way, and then. Now he's mm. getting the blame for it, I feel like. Yeah, I
1: think that's where it kind of gets ugly. Yeah. Um, of course, you can't put that on Outsider, right? It's not his fault. <laughs> the masses took it the wrong way, yeah. right? Of course. But with that in mind, um, I think this is still a rap game. This is about raps. This is about hip-hop. And if you think a certain style is bad, I think rappers have a right to talk about it. And Of course. Mm-hmm. If you hate a certain style, you can diss it, whatever. Do whatever, do whatever you want. All I yeah. want is if you're going to diss him, I wanted that diss track to be good, right? Mm, of course. Like fuck, fuck the morals. Like all of the morals, <laughs> all the all the politics aside. In my mind, the guy who raps better wins. Right. That's always the golden standard for me. This is about rappers. This is not about who did something right, who did something wrong. Ever. Like especially when it comes to this This is like this because it is over. Over my music is better than you. It's not like. You took my money, give it back. It's it's not it's not that kind of personal stuff. It's about myself making better music than you, but somehow me being underappreciated. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So and, as long as you're making a good track, that's all I want. <laughs> the true. tracks. And, mm.
0: and when I heard Guy's diss track, I'll be completely mm. honest. I thought it was mm. pretty good. I actually yeah, thought it the flow. Mm. I thought it, it was flowed great. Well, <laughs> yeah, and. It actually, what it made a statement, and then once s- Outsider responded with his diss track at the end called "Old Dog," I I sensed a little change in that song. I can sense not only his fast rap, but him making his rhythms mm. very com- on time. More distinct, the beat, yeah, it's more distinct, and the and you can see the changes from hit the diss track to his o- other tracks. I don't know if you can. S- Hear that when you listen, go back and listen to Old Dog. But
1: I, no, I, I definitely know what you're talking about. One of the biggest critiques about Outsider was that um, he's rapping fast because he's trying to conceal the fact he's not a great lyricist. Mm. Do you think know that's like, true? He, um, in a sense, um, if you look at Outsider discography, um, of course, when it comes to actual sentences, I think people have their own tastes. But one thing you can't take away from the critiques is that he was not the best person to put together rhyme schemes. Rhyme schemes were mm. never a straw for outsider. And mm. that and fast rapping kind of concealed that. There were mm. way many better rappers when it comes to constructing rhyme schemes. Mm. And it kind of showed in this too. Like Kaogai and Kitsioji were better rhymers is what, is what I'm saying. When it comes to rhyme mm. construction, they kind of washed outsider out of the park. And mm. still, that being said, the old doctor track that Daniel was talking about he definitely tried to rhyme better mm-hmm. yeah he knew he, that he, he was he Yeah, pressure. he felt the pressure yeah, yeah, he felt the pressure he knew he was going to get this we not getting better rhymes again, so I think he he tried he tried a bit more when it comes to rhyme construction, of course, so I think overall about this um this thing at least outsider i really thought outsider's track was going to be bad i thought it was going to be terrible no one expected um, much yeah yeah <laughs> no, i like, to agree with that the very fact that he kind of hit back was enough but he did not not the best job but he i guess he kind of he didn't he he wasn't embarrassing himself is what i'm saying mm. and that's definitely something to be commended about like dude didn't put out music for like a, like 5 years wow. or something
0: yeah, it's been a while since he dropped it, something.
1: Yeah. I mean, at least he can still rap. That's tight. what I'm saying. He can still rap.
0: Then what did you make of uh, Cho Gwangye's diss track?
1: I liked no, it. I thought it was great, actually.
0: <laughs> yeah, I liked it. Now, that diss track was towards Gao Gai or Kitsiyoji, or was it towards both?
1: Really both. Kind of Because both I was because of, getting... Yeah. Kind of both. But the focus was definitely on Kitsiyoji, but I mean, this was basically like... Between two clicks, this was between LBNC and, and Dippin' Carl's in general. So I guess mm-hmm. bullets for everyone.
0: Okay, yeah. Going to Kitsiosi diss track, man. I'll be honest, I thought it was horrible. diss uh, track
1: was terrible to you?
0: To me, yeah. Uh huh. Just the the production wise, mm. it just felt very childish. It mm-hmm. didn't, and I know. Oh, the second, the second one.
1: Yeah. The second, where he was like the fighting one. No, the other one. Just do uh, it. The first one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, wait, you think the first
0: one had childish production? Wait, the- sorry, sorry. Sorry. Uh whiting. whiting yeah, yeah, yeah. The,
1: that set, the, the comeback.
0: Yeah, that,
1: yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man. Yeah. Yeah, they, <laughs> yeah. <they're laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah I, I get what you're talking about. Yeah. Go on, go on.
0: I mean, look, I understand <laughs> your. You're making a response, but come <laughs> on, man! You did so much better than the, you did so much better on the first diss track. But come on, dude, it just felt very childish. And I thought he could have, I thought he could have closed it way better because I know he has the potential and I know he has the skills to do it. <laughs> yeah. But it, overall, it just felt very childish and uh. it just to me it didn't work I don't know about you mm.
2: guys at the end of the day like uh. I also agree, I also agree with Daniel in that part so I want to know if you have like an opinion
1: my first response to that um the second track was like what <laughs> like, exactly like, why why is this lead melody so fucking bright like why 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 am I suddenly listening to a kids block commercial <laughs> oh man <laughs> yeah it was like Um, that being said, um, that being said though, um, I, I wish he was more serious because the first track where he was serious, like he was going in, like the first track where he was like, he was really going in. You know what I mean? Like he was rapping, like the schemes were great. The lines were great. Um, even like the lines were funny, but still potent in the first one,
3: Mm -hmm. but
1: the second was solely comedy focused. Yeah. I mean, the lines were still hilarious. The line, lines on that is hilarious, but it's just like if he was, if he started this way, if he started this in this direction of kind of made it, making fun of him, I think it would have made sense. But he started out serious, but the comeback being suddenly funny, it's like there's no um, mm-hmm. sense of direction for me because the first track sounded like he was actually angry. He was angry yeah. for a reason, and. Yeah he was coming at it from an angle where he's kind of doing it for the culture. And I think he still did it for the culture in a sense, but the second track made it feel like he didn't care that much. You know what I mean? And,
0: yeah. Mm. And I know a former member from Outsiders label, mm. female rapper, Timey. Yeah, <laughs> I know she also made a comment saying, or she was siding with Guy that you need, to, uh, you need to make a comeback. You need to make a comeback with the with the diss track, but, Outsider, but what are you doing?
1: Like, um, all right, we're going into some rumor territory here, but for the context, um, Outsider has very many enemies in the hip hop scene. Not because he was popular. That that doesn't have anything to do with it. That um, the, him being popular is more about how it made the masses look at hip hop the wrong way. That's a completely different question. Um, the reason Outsider has so many enemies within the hip-hop scene is because um, he did skive off a lot. Uh, he kind of ripped money off of a lot of rappers.
0: I did hear about that.
1: Yeah, Um. even Huckleberry P posted on uh, IG for this Um. um retweeted, uh, not retweeted, How? what do you call it? Posting someone else's story on your story? What do you call that? Retweet? Repost? Yeah, it's uh, retweeting yeah yeah yeah. i guess i for the sake um he retweeted cow guys this track because on there um cow talked about how outsider um is taking like is not p- not paying for features taking money wow. from other people's tracks and stuff like that like and huckleberry p was ripped off by outsider back in the day wow. there's a track there's a track called speed racer where it was, it's basically worldwide choppers. Where a lot of fast rappers come together on a single track, and they all contribute their own verses. Huh. It was a re- it was a really popular track, and very many people on that track were ripped off. They were never paid for their verses, even though the song was very successful. Fana got ripped off. Huckleberry P got ripped off. Marco got ripped off. There's so many people that were ripped off by Outsider, and that's why he's kind of living up to his own name of being the outsider uh, no one wants to <laughs> you know what I mean
3: that's um, tough
1: yeah you, if you look at Time East Distract it basically is talking about what I just talked about like how he's not paying for his lessons blah 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 mm. like he's diving off of other rappers why you're not paying them why is your everything related money like why is everything money related with you always having problems with everyone that is involved with you blah blah blah, blah. like there's a reason, is what I'm saying. <laughs> True. True. Yeah, that's why his enemies. So, then
0: moving on to the second question, I know we touched upon from the musical standpoint. So, staying on top of that, has the style of fast rapping become
2: outdated? I mean... Obviously, there are still a lot of fast rappers out there. I guess it's like the matter of yeah. how fast you rap, right? Like hmm. like B.Y. raps fast, you know. Like there are yeah. other, a lot of fast rappers, but guys like Tugwanye or you know Outsider are just really fast. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I guess it just depends on the speed. And to be honest, like the overall trend definitely has been shifting more to like trend and a little bit more of like a tighter, slower rap but I think mm-hmm. fast rap still has its own merits and some people still definitely do enjoy their music, I think. Yeah. Mm. So it's definitely not the major rap style mm. right now, but who knows? It could come mm. back later. Yeah, that's my yeah. opinion.
1: I think the question is a bit self-contradictory in a sense because yeah. we wouldn't be having this conversation if slow rap, like fast rap died. True. You know I mean, <laughs> um, True. if you look at Chu Gong Air. Regardless if you like his music or not, like he's one of those few rappers that really came up to the surface without ever having to go on audition programs or getting some kind of exposure in any kind of media. There is still a demand for fast rap is what I'm saying.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, I, I, I don't necessarily think his style is the best on this earth, and I did have some problems with his albums, and I don't think like the Acrobat track is necessarily that great. But really? To, yeah, because I mean that's a discussion for a completely different time, but um, you can't still hate on it. You can't deny the facts. People like that track. People like that track a lot, and there's a definite demand for it. And that's the reason why, um, he's making views. He's he had commercials, I think, to be honest. Like he had commercials with. I had S-A-L. no idea about that. Yeah, he had a huge ass commercial and. I think it was, he had a huge commercial with a big corporation in Korea. That doesn't happen if fast rap is out of style. That means fast rap is kind of in style. <laughs> like the money talks, the numbers don't lie. Can't mm-hmm. can't front on it. Like you might have a problem that this is becoming hot or that this is not what hip hop is supposed to be. But if you're saying that fast rap is going out of style, um, not necessarily the best, not necessarily the mainstream style, I guess. But if you say like fast rap doesn't have a demand, you're lying. (laughs) You're flat out lying. Yeah, that's that's just a lie. So yeah, that's my take. Fast rap. I don't think has a demand.
0: I don't think there is like a huge market for fast rap. In my opinion, I would say there is a market for it, but just not as what we're seeing today. You know, and I'm pretty sure in the past there was a big market for it because Mm. hip hop wasn't as big in Korea. But now that I think about it, like you guys said, I do agree that there is a market for it. And I think it adds a good value to it because there are rappers out there, like one mentioned, like BY, Mm. even just this. Yes. Who is known to have that speed, but at the same time, maintaining and keeping rhythm, you know? Mm. Mm -hmm. So just like you guys touched upon, I think there is a market for it. I think it's just a matter of who... And how. who brings out who and how mm. brings out the best you know style of that kind of mm. rap so from from that perspective i think it adds value to it i just don't think there's a huge mm. value to it mm. i don't know if that really is plausible to say but i no, think I
1: there's a, a, a about.
0: small market for
1: it i see what you're talking about like the biggest single's and K Hip are the show me the money singles, right? Yeah, no one's rapping fast on that, so no one, <laughs> yeah. Well, BY B- B- is B- not y- exactly fast, though. not exactly like fast as like Chugong though. Like, they have yeah. tight verses, but it's not like they they're are, like hyper fast, it's yeah. not like they're chopper flow, it's not like they're like really trying to go for speed only, right? No, sure. uh, I see what you're talking about, yeah. So
0: I guess to follow up on that question, is there a track that you guys found very effective within the diss tracks that I've listed?
1: Oh, um, I know that's kind of a
0: weird question to ask, but the best we ones. are talking about this tracks.
1: So, so it's basically
2: the best ones,
0: <laughs> essentially, or the yeah. most effective one, the strong
2: one. I would say. Yeah. For me, um, I mean. I mean, they are good, but there were just like certain parts of the disc trap that I kind of liked. You know, like mm. for Chogwang, mm. I just liked it. I liked Chogwang's Gwangi's disc track the most, Kitchen Music one, because I just felt it was really tight. It was also trendy in a way. And then some of his, I'm, I'm sure Daytona, you know, but some of um Gwangi's disc right was uh, referring to a, a famous webtoon in Korea. Do you know that part, that you know, Daytona?
1: Um, famous what?
2: Famous web tune webtoon in Korea yeah yeah, 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 so his, yeah, his, yeah i know yeah, yeah, his, yeah, this sure. guy was like a, referring to like a really popular webtoon in korea so mm. i was like okay Churanga, this guy's like super clever you know what i mean when he writes like the stuttering
1: flow, yeah, the stuttering
2: the stuttering flow rap right there. yeah yeah so that part i thought wow Churanga, like really knows how to like this rap too you know so that i liked mm. a lot and then also when cow guy like i like cow guy's lyrics actually and mm. um towards the end cow guy was like
0: his lyrics oh, are fire
2: his lyrics are actually really good. You know, in the beginning, I was like, it's a little childish mm. that he started rap this war like this. But his like lyrics and the punchline, he was like, "Yo, why does Korean pop fans care more about ethics than the rap skill?" And I was like, "Yo, you know, that's true. Mm. I feel it. Like nowadays, people teach yes. the ethical aspect way more than the mm. actual misraps raps and the rap skills. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah, yeah. when he said that, I was like, "Yeah, yeah, sure. That makes sense." What do What did you guys think um, about that? Bu-
1: like building on one's point. Um, yeah, um, there's a tendency when it comes to Korean hip-hop, um, the genre fans really care about the skills, but the people who are just casual fans, and I'm not trying to gatekeep here, I'm just talking what talking about facts here. Um, there's a tendency when there's rappers' beefs um, that people try to figure out who did something wrong rather than about the actual diss tracks, you know what I mean? Even if mm-hmm. the diss track is... Uh, if even if uh, for example, rapper A and rapper B is beefing and rapper A puts out the better diss track, but it turns out that the rapper A was the one who's technically morally wrong, then people side with rapper A True. To, like, to, uh, True. The people side with rapper B sorry people go with the morally right person instead of the mm-hmm. person who put out the best better diss track is what i 'm saying and Galgay kind of like Kaogai's track was kind of a commentary on that. He dissed Outsider on that track too, but that track was more of a public service announcement
3: for. I can see that.
1: Yeah, like y'all hip hop fans are whack for doing that. Shut the fuck up and take this is how you rap. Is kind of what Calguy was saying, and it was a really great track because um, I I don't know if you noticed one, but the hook for that Calguy track was actually a lyric from Outsider. Oh no way. Yeah, yeah he I feel you're flipped flipped, yeah, they're Yeah, yeah, like that shit. Um that's one of Outsider's trademark lines, but he flipped that into his own hook. Oh snap. Yeah, that was that was great. That was that was when I knew man that we were in for something great. And then um also moving on, I liked Kitsiozi's track a lot because Kitsiozi's track like the rhymes game like Kitsil's, you had the best rhyme scheme out of all these tracks, period. Uh-huh. Like, I know, P- I know, he uses AutoTune a lot, and it might not show, but he's a really yeah. capable. He's a really capable rapper. There are not many trap rappers that can rhyme like he does. Like, give him a boom beat and make him the spit a sixteen, he'll have no problem at all. That's how good his rhyme schemes are. And within that rhyme scheme, he managed to be both hilarious and serious at the same time. And he had a lot of. Homage lines, like he had lyrics from uh, "Swings," he had lyrics from "Justice," and he flipped it in his own way. Like it was a really good track. And then there's Wong-il's track, which was great too. Because obviously, what Juan said about the webtoon homage that was hilarious. Um, I especially when it comes to Wong-il, because I never thought he would be good at dissing. Like he's mm-hmm. more of the philosophical rapper. He's more about the. The serious rapper, you know what I mean. True. Yeah, and so I thought when it comes to like attacking someone, when it comes to making fun of someone, I don't. I never thought he would be very talented in that, but he he was talented in that, and I think he really exceeded my expectations for him, and Mm -hmm. it paid off. It was a really great track, and the tracks that I had problems with was the all the other tracks, like people that were directly involved, kind of tracks. Um, so like Wow while,
0: and Young Young Johnsons.
1: Yeah, being completely honest here, those tracks weren't good. Period. Yeah, um, I, I, while, they were pretty bad. Like their mixing was terrible. First of all, the mixing, the mixing on those trick tracks were outright terrible. If you think that those were good engineered, like those tracks who are ex- like good examples in engineering, you, you're you're something's something's wrong with you. <laughs> 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 they were mixed terribly. Like, the vocals were, like, swimming in the B. like, it's, like, and, like, you're putting this out for people to listen to, right? Mm-hmm. You can mix it properly. It's not like, it's not like you don't have a company behind you, right? You just got signed to Dippin' Carl's. Why aren't the, your tracks mixed properly? Like, I never got that.
0: Sure, mixing and, is important.
1: Yeah, um, and it felt kind of forced, because they weren't involved, technically. No, but they kind kind of dissed because you know their label mate was getting dissed.
3: Mm-hmm. It
1: it just seemed like the lyrics and the way they delivered didn't have enough punch. It felt kind of detached. It, it felt like they weren't really trying to diss him in the first place. It was like they're doing it because they had to, and mm-hmm. that mm, that is never good in a diss track. Sounding insecure, sounding sounding uninvested in a diss track is the worst choice you can make
0: true if you're gonna yeah. dis, if you're gonna add the track, you might as well come out you with might, a strong
1: punch right yeah you might as well meet it is what i'm ah. saying exactly mm. they didn't have that and f- for me i
0: must admit i agree with you guys cow guy to me had the most effective this track and look mm. if you're part of chaboom's label you gotta yeah. you gotta bring you gotta bring your a game because yeah. we all know chaboom is yeah. a legend in the underground scene. So yeah, oh. I kind of sensed that Guy was going to be effective out of all mm. the other artists. And then with Outsider, it just, again, it was solid. Mm. It wasn't great. You know, I didn't expect a lot like you guys mentioned because he's been out of the game for a while. So just hearing him again was cool. But mm-hmm. in terms of the, the lyric side, it felt short compared to the mm. other guys. And I'm being neutral here, you know. I'm not trying to <laughs> say who's officially better than the other, but, but from that, from the musical standpoint wise, I I thought Kyle guy at the end of the day had the strongest mm. track out of all the other guys. Mm. But I mean, look, when you did somebody like outsider, mm. Mm. at least for me, I don't know the whole story because like I said, I don't know the Korean language too well. So I, I'm not yeah. familiar with everything and I can't even follow with what Outsider says because it's just way too fast. Mm. But I think at the end of the day, at some point mm. y- you have to show the respect because it's been a while since we've all seen Outsider,
3: mm. you
0: know? So for, for Guy to just automatically call out Outsider, on the spot like that it it was a little bit concerning just because it has been a while but also you know outsider is a hit or a miss with a lot of people yeah so I think in terms of the respect aspect of it the the ethics of it I just thought the timing was a bit off maybe you could have if you wanted to really call him out you know you could have done it a bit later instead of doing it after the dingo killing verse, mm. because I just think it just puts a negative image not towards not just towards Outsider, but dingo.
1: Yeah, yeah. Actually, the producer kind of has beef with LBNC now. I mean, I wouldn't be that.
0: surprised because it's been a while since Outsider's been there, and people. And I'm sure people from Dingo likes outsiders so there's mm-hmm. a reason why they brought him onto the the killing verse. So. Mm so from that perspective it's just oh man the timing was just off for me in my opinion you could have done it a bit later if you really wanted to but just to go off right away like that just for me Mm. i i didn't think it was appropriate Mm. because because this because this has always happened it's just a matter of that person starting it when the idea of when are they gonna start the disc you know so um, creating the diss uh, after the Dingo just felt very off-putting for me
1: like from that you're talking about it if like if you really think about it though um, uh, by the way Dingo I think Dingo officially has beef with LBNC now okay I wouldn't because, be surprised yeah but um, to be fair about this LBNC like especially Kitsioji has always been dissing fast rap ever since Cho got hot Mm-hmm. Before the entire Tingo Outsider thing, because according to Kisilji, he thinks that fast rap becoming hot again is kind of regressive for the culture. We're going mm-hmm. back to a time where Outsider was the best rapper mm-hmm. by, um, in the eyes of the masses. That was what Kisilji was feeling. And he he put those kind of opinions in songs, like his last um, EP sitcom of the year. Um, the layback and chill freestyle too. Like he was always putting that shit out there, but no one kind of gave a fuck because mm-hmm. he was not as famous as Cow Guy is. Because Cow Guy went to the finals and showed me the money, right? Yeah. I- um, so in a sense, I think this kind of um, this happening between LBNC and Dipping Carl's and Dingo, it kind of it's about the it kind of um, symbolizes something bigger, symbolizes a bigger problem. Because it only got hot once someone famous started it. When right. someone less famous was already talking about it, whether you agreed with it or not, right? Mm-hmm. So this this thing, this entire thing is basically happening because the Korean hip hop scene is way too small that people like rappers cannot have their own lane. Know what mm. I mean? This all happened, like, in a sense, this was a great disc like, back and forth and everything. It was technically um, and artistically very fulfilling for me. Mm-hmm. But if you look at the general scope of things, this is kind of tragic. Okay. Like, none of this would have been a problem if fast rappers, auto-tune rappers, and boom-bap rappers, and trap rappers, whatever kind of subgenre it is, if they could all establish their own lane because the market was big enough. Sure like you, true. you ever well, seen rapper like for example, for example, in the states, have you ever seen rappers this Twista because this rap is fast? No, they beef because they have actual problems between themselves. Exactly. They beef they don't necessarily beef because some style is getting harder, hotter, and that they're not getting their due because everyone, yeah. in a sense, while not everyone can be superstars, they can kind of, they kind of can establish their own following and not starve. Mm-hmm. They don't have to have part-time jobs if mm. you're at least hot in your state. Here, even the hottest rappers sometimes have to work, you know, part-time jobs. Being hot in the underground doesn't mean that you can doesn't mean make you rich. To be to be point blank, very frank about this, even if you're hottest, the hottest rapper on the community, it doesn't do much for your bank account. This was in the in the larger scale. If you look behind the scenes. This was kind of sad to walk to watch.
0: It was tough, but I think at the end of the day, it's everyone's personal opinion, their own perspective. Mm. So whether or not you like the disc or not, I think mm. if that's how they really feel, then I think it's important to express it. Yep. So I don't know. I'm neutral on this whole disc battle between the two, because mm. I myself. I am fairly new to both labels. Mm. And I'm not that great in Korean language. So some Mm. of the the verses were confusing. Or I had no idea what they Mm. were talking about. But Mm. from my standpoint, I I view this as a neutral battle. Mm. So I don't have one person or the other. But since today's topic was all about from the musical standpoint, Mm. I really... I really, really thought that guy's diss track overall was the most mm. effective. Just because it had the right balance, it was more complete, I would say, mm. compared to the other mm.
1: diss it felt tracks. Like a, to you, it felt like a very um, well-crafted song is what I'm thinking. Yeah, I'm it, 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 almost,
0: it almost actually didn't feel like a dis- diss track. It almost yeah. actually felt like a song that you would want to put in your album.
1: Yeah, yeah, I can see that. <laughs> Maybe he loves and to, to, like to that. for a long time.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, to be honest, I hope he can put that song on one of his albums because I really liked it. I really enjoyed it. Even even though I am neutral on this, this battle.
1: I, I yeah. see that happening. It's not like they apologize to each other or anything. So I, I, I see it happening.
2: True. I mean, is... This pass better than the Show Me The Money stages. Yeah, of course. Yeah.
1: To be honest, if you look at Show Me The Money diss tracks, it's like they're really not trying to diss each other that bad. You know what I mean? True. Like it's for the show. So it's it's understandable. But it's of course, you won't get the control this kind of I'm going to kill you kind of diss tracks on Show Me The Money. So yeah, definitely. This was a really all out. There's no exceptions. I'm trying to end your career kind of thing. And True. it's been a while since we've seen that. So that was great.
0: All right, well, we hope nothing but the best for both labels and Outsider moving forward. So as we slowly begin to wrap up our show, guys, is there an artist that you guys are currently listening to and would like to share or recommend one song to our listeners?
2: Yes, Um. I'll go first. Um. Mush, Venom and Justice recently released a track together called Take It. I believe the music video was released, like, just a day ago. And, you know, like, it's really catchy. Like, I never expected Mush, Venom, and Justice to get along so well. But the chemistry is fire, the music video is fire, and the song itself is just super catchy. So take it by Mush, Venom, and Justice. Go check it out. That's a Mm. great choice. Yes. Mm.
1: All right. Uh, Moving on, you guys, it's my turn. Um, I would like to recommend Lil Tachi's Forever Zero from his new album, Forever Young. Great album. Um, obviously, it's a word. Yeah, it's a wordplay because young like zero is pronounced young in Korean, so it's like mm-hmm. it's kind of a double entendre right there. Um, it features unofficial boy and Kim Millie. Uh, Kim Millie does a verse, and unofficial boy is on the hook, and it's just a great track. It's like the album has banger after banger after banger, but this is the opening one, and. There's this really sparse trap beats with uh, super clean mixing and a uh, great hook by Unofficial Boy and Lil Tachi always show, showing off his um, very flashy style. Um, great verse, great hook, great beat, which makes a great song. So definitely go and check it out.
0: Yeah, for sure. For sure. We'll definitely check that out. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, For me, I, I went a different route. So, I chose a song called mm-hmm. "Overthink" by Shindrum, mm-hmm. and it features sam mm-hmm. Kim and This song is off of Shindrum's full length album called "Who I Am," which dropped this year and And I know our podcast focuses a lot on k hip hop, but for me lately, I chose this song because it has a r it's an and b vibe to it, but also mm-hmm. at the same time, I really like Sam Kim's vocals on this track. It's very calm, mm-hmm. melodic and the title itself overthink really resonates with me a lot especially with the pandemic that's going on and people are just staying home and and i really think our mental health is beginning to become affected by it and for me especially dealing with anxiety and mental health and depression mm. listening to the song is really uplifting and very encouraging to hear so and i know for a fact shindrum is an upcoming producer and also a great drummer so I would definitely recommend this song to everybody.
1: Yeah. Syndrome nice, nice. is definitely a producer to look out for.
0: Agreed, mm-hmm. agreed. Yeah. Well, that's all the time we have for today. But please do comment and let us know what you think of this whole diss battle. Do you think the style of fast rap is outdated? And once again, I just want to say thank you so much for the continuous support. And as always, please go and subscribe to our podcast. And for more amazing contents please visit and follow our social media pages at soul underscore therapy. Again, that's soul, S-C-O-U-L underscore therapy. Thank you and see you guys next time. Peace.